Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. Oh, am I gonna wait in vain? 
That was weak. Do you want to make him smile? Amen. We'll make him smile by building more bus centers and working for him. Amen. 
Oh, that one, you didn't respond well. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Jamaica, when a song is nice, we'll take it again. We'll take it again. Maybe I won't win a big award or meet some famous movie star like my Jake Michelle, you know. Maybe the world will know me or see my face on the cover of a magazine. But at the end of the day, Jesus, I want to make you smile. Maybe I want to own a house on a hill or drive one of those new Mercedes. Maybe they won't call me. Cause I choose God's will and not your money But at the end of the day I wanna make you smile I'll take it again, I'll take it again Maybe I won't own a house at Trasaco Or drive one of those Range Rovers Maybe they won't call me Cause I choose God's will and not their money But at the end of the day Jesus, I wanna make you smile Oh Jesus, at the end of the day At the end of the day Oh, oh I wanna make you smile and this is the reason why. Because if I have everything and I don't have you, my life would be worth nothing. No fancy car or diamond ring can fill the space in my heart. But at the end of the day, Jesus, I wanna make you, let me make smile. you smile. Cause if I have everything, if I have everything, Lord, and I don't have you, my life would be worth nothing. No, fancy car, no diamond Yeah. 
walk with me. So, uh, so walk with me and talk with me. Tell me I am your own. There's no other place that I'd rather be. match the service. Listen, anyone who has something to do in this service to play drums 
in this service is operating at a higher level. But you will understand it better as I preach. Either today or next week. I don't know. But I want you to give your loudest shout yet. Yes! As you are shouting, go round as you are shouting to see who is not shouting. One, two, three. Give the Lord a shout. your hands for Jesus and you may be seated but today we may not fail this hall but soon flaming fire service there will be an overflow crowd I'm telling you, yes. I know things. Yeah. Mark it somewhere. Soon, in the afternoon, we have to look for where the shade is and arranges. Because in, in your life, there will be nothing less than a hundred people coming to church. In your ministry. This service has not yet started. This service. Anybody who looks at us the way we are doesn't understand God. So expect something to happen to you. As for me, as a pastor, my greatest anointings have been released in the service. Oh, I see. Okay. The Holy Spirit has just given me the answer. That this is the service where there are children. And he, if you have to choose a service with children and adults, you will choose the children. <laughs> Suffer the little ones. So anybody, even if you are an usher cleaning the floor in the service, you have won the Lord's heart. So today, I'm privileged to begin a new series. And uh, I believe that this introduction 
will set the tone for an ecclesiastic cataclysm. <laughs> and what? Ecclesiastic cataclysm. Yes. <laughs> Your life will shake into normalcy. Whatever you expect to happen in your life and it's not happening because of what is ahead of us, it will happen to you. Yes. Yes. I want you to know that God is here. Don't doubt it. Anytime you want to see if God is at a place, look around and see if there are children there. If they are only adults, you can't be too sure. But if they are children, he's there in their midst. So, the title of the series, I'm starting today and will continue. I don't know, sometimes um, Reverend Kobe will step in. Sometimes Lady Pastor Yvonne will step in. Sometimes Lady Pastor Irene will step in. Sometimes Lady Pastor Abigail will step in. Sometimes, I'm very sure, once a while, I'm very sure that Adele will step in sometimes. I don't believe it. All of you are going to become preachers. Soon, when you come to church on Sunday, like this, you'll be looking at people who have been preaching during the week. Yes. Like when it's anybody, you can close your eyes and touch anyone. She's been preaching during the week. She has preached there and she has come. Yes. Young guys are going to have megaphones. Yes. Young girls will have groups with t-shirts witnessing. So the title of today's message is Becoming a soul winner. Becoming a what? A soul winner. A soul winner. Everybody will be a soul winner. Ask your neighbor, are you a soul winner? Now, for an introduction to this message, I want to lay a foundation of a very important subject. Because we need that subject to be able to grasp. You see, because becoming a soul winner simply means becoming something. It's almost as radical as saying that a man is going to become a woman. Yes. Can you imagine me coming on Sunday with skirt and high heels and lipstick and long hair? <laughs> Maybe it will be nice. Oh. Oh, what do you think? With high heels, six inches. Now, now, 
this subject cannot be or should not be approached without a foundational teaching on metamorphosis. Second Corinthians five seventeen. Don't go here. If you have not caught a concept in Christianity, this is the concept that underpins the subject of becoming anything God wants you to become. Therefore, if the reverence be in Christ, sorry, Sorry, my mind was, I saw a river. Therefore, if any bishop be in Christ, therefore, if any lady pastor. Therefore, if any what? I can't hear you. If any what? If any man, now please listen very carefully. Because the Lord wants me to deal with this as a backdrop for the exciting journey ahead of us. If anybody finds himself or herself in Christ, Not finds himself in the university. Not finds himself in London. Not finds himself in a good job. Each of the things I'm mentioning, I can give you names of people who found themselves in such places and changed. I know a girl particularly, she was a very good girl in secondary school. It was in the university she became somebody's third wife. Not second, oh no, the man had two wives already. She, she was added. She became bad. There are boys who were nice, good sons. It was on legal campus they became homosexuals. I know people who went to London the morning after I got born again the dawn after I got born again we went for a dawn broadcast it was a Friday night so that uh, Saturday dawn went for dawn broadcast there was a gentleman who led my group? I was a 16-year-old boy. And the gentleman was about 20 years. He led our group very fiery. He's the one who took us to a building and preached a message short and powerful and took us to the next building and asked me to preach. And I said, I just got born again. He said, nonsense. And I had something to say. 
he went to London and became a smoker. Fell. I know people who were around a gentleman uh, comes to mind. He was in church, attending church services, prayer meetings. He had nothing. And then one day he got a job. Got a job first month, second month, at the second month or third month. Within a few months, he was able to buy a motorbike. Yes. He stopped coming to church. One Sunday we were having church service. He came with a motorbike. Vroom, vroom, vroom. And it came to pass in front of the church. I wasn't in town. Reverend Michael was preaching. They saw him on his bike. Cross front of the church, went to Shell, and then hit the Ebri Road. A car knocked him dead within 20 minutes. He died. You've seen things. You are just coming. He died as if it was like a, a movie being acted. So, and then he say, if any man be in a good job, if any man be in London, if any man be in the university, said, if anybody is in Christ, if you make the mistake of being in Christ, what happens to you? What is it that happens? What happens to you when you are in Christ? Is it money? It becomes... Or becomes very tall if you are short. If any man is in Christ. What happens to the man? What what can you expect in somebody who is in Christ? What can you expect? New. New. New means that we have not seen your type before. Goodness gracious, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. New, that's new. New means new. New means what? New. It means that the way you are, we have not seen you like that before. So we will even ask that, are you on drugs? Are you taking some stimulants? If any man, anyone, boy, girl, man, woman, finds himself in Christ, that person has to be new. And in case you didn't understand it, he said, the meaning of new, in case you've not been to school, is that the old has passed. It's passed away. The old is gone. Behold, everything about this girl look at him. What's the picture? What do we see today? Today, I want to shock you. 
Yeah, today I've given some shocks in the earlier services. And I, have, I want to have the privilege of shocking some of you also. I want to shock you by informing you that some of you sitting here are not born again. You are only doing church. You are only just there. Chatting. Yes, yesterday I learned a new WhatsApp word from my daughter. Erin. I didn't know that there was a word. We the old ones. She said, Daddy, why are you airing me? So what is airing? A-I-R-I-N-G. I never heard it before. Then she sent the meaning of airing. To air someone is to keep a person's message on red. Deliberately keep it on red. Airing. So it's just in the air. Airing. It's just hanging in the air. Am I air? What is airing? That she sent the definition in the... In the... Yeah. To, to deliberately leave a message on red. Okay, so the message is just there. Some of you are airing. You are deliberately not allowing Jesus to enter your life. You are just hanging in the church as a nice girl who wears t-shirts for an afternoon powerful service. As a young boy who just comes and screams. But the thing that is... What? What is a WhatsApp message for? It's, It's supposed to be read. Supposed to be read. Yes, you are airing me. You are, it's like it, you are not doing to the message what it what 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 must be done to it. You are not reading it. Yes, I'm preaching it. What is a WhatsApp message for? Is it not supposed to be read? Yes, yes, and replied. Yes, but if you if you read. Without replying, that's when she said, you have blue-ticked me. <laughs> yes, you have blue-ticked me. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. It's, it's nice. Yeah. Maybe you don't know, but what are you doing here? Like, I'll ask, what is a WhatsApp message for? Is it not supposed to be read and replied? So you two, what are you doing here? Is this a nightclub? Is this a movie center? Are we having remedials? Is this a party? This is a gathering of saved souls. You cannot be here without being born again. You can't be here. Now, as soon as I said some of you are not born again, I heard some of you said, Yes, tell them. Tell them. Bishop, preach it. Tell them. Yes. I've been waiting for this message. Let the children know. Let the boys know. Let the girls know. that They need to be saved. Tell them. 
Now, my darling girl, there's no them in this service. I said, there's no them. One day, when we were in the medical school, in the medical school, we used to drive. We lived in Legon and went to Kolebu for lectures. So every day, a bus would drive us from Legon to Kolebu and back. One Wednesday afternoon, normally our half day, I think it was Wednesday, I forget it. I think, I think so. Well, so everybody wanted to go back to his room and rest because like every day you come home at 7, to your room at 7 p.m., 6 p.m. So today, half day, dear, you need to come early and just, you know, home is small. So we entered the bus. But some students were still either in the histology room or something trying to you know, look at some pots. Then one of the, uh, my classmates told the driver, the telemetry removed the bus. Did they waste on a time? They forecome. come. Ah! You can't see the bus inside like 30 minutes away they come. Telemetry removed. And the driver turned. He said, am I the one you are talking to? I said, oh, yes. They said, yes, please. Said, there is no Charlie in the medical school. <laughs> said, there is no Charlie in the medical school. Yes. The driver, he told the student that there, there's nobody in the medical school called Charlie. <laughs> so if you are addressing somebody, address the person because there is no Charlie in the medical school. Yes. yes. In this service, there's nothing like tell them in, in the, in the in flaming fire. Yes, yeah. What is the sign that you are born again? Now, 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 let's let's land on you. What shows that you are born again? Koshatakaya. That you don't smoke. No. Oh, you stop smoking. No. No, no. There's nowhere in the Bible that says smoking is a sin. There's nowhere. There's nowhere. We just don't smoke because you are not a rat. And if anybody who is smoking has a mind of a rat. Yeah. That's why we don't smoke. It's not because there's a very old life. Exodus 14, and thou shalt not, smoke shall not come from thy nostrils. No. It's just stupidity to be blowing smoke inside your lungs and coming out. Especially when the box, the box on it says that anyone who smokes this will die of cancer. That, that's just the reason why we don't smoke. I don't want to go into certain things to disturb your Christian life. But when the Bible talks about a change, when the Bible talks about a change, That surprises people. It's not a change of not fornication. There are people who are not born again who are still virgins. Not born again. She's a virgin. Because sleeping around only shows it's not that it shows you an unbeliever. Sleeping around only shows your level of stupidity. It just reveals, it's not about heaven or hell. 
just sleeping with boys shows that your, your mind is like, like as developed as a chicken's mind. That a boy who wants to have a release will use you as a chamber pot. You are a fool. You are a fool. And you will discover soon that you are a fool. You don't need a hundred years. So a lot of things that we don't do is even apart from the Bible, just common sense. What is the change? Now, anybody who gets born again and continues to look and be as he or she was, is not really saved. Now, what is the single most important change that when we see in you will shock people? Acts chapter 4. Now, you are going to discover that some of you are not born again. Acts, are you there in Acts? Chapter 4, verse 11. Verse 11. This is the stone. No, so, 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 so please, please, before we look at verse 11, I want to tell you that if you are here and you claim you are born again, you must ask yourself, the change that the pastor is about to talk about can it be seen in me if it's not seen in you it means you are not born again now the change is not a change of stopping smoking stopping fornicating stopping whatever there's one particular change that is 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 supposed to show that you are born again the stone, this is the stone which was set at not of you builders. Which, even though you did not respect it, has now become the head of the corner. That is the main pillar. What you, what you rubbish has become the main pillar. Verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Wauzi waza. There is no other name. Now listen to this one. There is only one name that causes salvation. There's only one name that somebody that makes a person saved. That name is not Lighthouse Chapel International. 
coming here does not mean you are saved. Is it, is, it, is it clear? There is only one name that can get a person saved. And that name is not Bishop Edwin Ogo. I can't save. I myself am struggling to be saved. But there is only one name. And that name is what? Jesus. Have you met Jesus? Or you have met a church? Have you met Jesus? Or you have met Reverend Kobe? Have you met Jesus? Ask your neighbor, have you met Jesus? Or you have met Mega Church? Have you met Jesus? Or you have met Flaming Fire? Ask her, who have you met? well have you met jesus now here comes the bomb verse 13 now when they saw the boldness of peter and john and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men they were shocked they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. So anybody who finds, who meets Jesus, one of the most powerful changes that takes place in you is boldness to preach. If we don't find that boldness to preach in you, you are not, you have not met Jesus. You might have met Bishop Ogo, you have met Lighthouse, you have met Flaming Fire, you have met a singing group, but you have not met Jesus because when you meet Jesus, one of the things that happens to you is fire in your bones. Anybody who knew me before, who sees me now, if the person is born again, the person will say, I am anointed. If the person is not born again, he will say, I'm on drugs. I'm not joking. The original Edwin Morgan Ogo is not the one you are looking at. You can't be born again and look cool like a school prefect. No, no, I'm telling you, it shows that you have not met Jesus. They took note of them that they had met Jesus. When you meet Jesus, one of the changes that takes place is the change of boldness to declare. Boldness. You see that? The girl is just bold to call someone to, to church. The, 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 the guy is just bold to ask, are you born again? Are you born? I'm, I, I've not insulted you. I'm just asking if you are born again. Why are you insulting me? I just ask if you are born again. If you, if you don't listen to me, I'm going to the next person. My sister, do you know Jesus? I want to talk to you about Jesus Christ. Yes. 
Yes. Boldness. It's a sign. Which boldness none of us had before we got born again. Perhaps we just had boldness to approach girls to sleep with them. Boldness to steal somebody's phone. Boldness to insult your mother. Boldness to do things that were an abomination. But boldness to preach Christ was not in any of us yet. But when you meet Jesus, there's neither male nor female. The ladies who have met Jesus, when they preach, they are like men. Don't deceive yourself. Some of you, one day, you will remember me when you are burning in hell. That I told you, I told you, I told you that you're not born again. I told you. I told you that you are too cool to be a Christian. You are too reserved. You are too quiet. You are too restrained. I told you. I told you. But he thought it's one of those. I mean, also Bishop Ogo, we all know him. He just talks by heart. Oh, we, we know him. When he gets a microphone, he just insults people. Then he just talks by heart. Just nonsense talk. Thank you very much. Because Meeting Jesus. It's, it's, it's not a small experience. It's not a small thing. That's why we pastors must be very careful to keep the standards. It's not a small thing. People don't just come around you and be born again. People don't just come and sit in church and be born again. You don't just sing on stage and be born again. You don't just know a pastor, exchange text with him and you are born again. Salvation is an experience. And many of you who are just walking around, just floating around, are not born again. Do not want to confuse you. It's not my intention. I don't, I, my, my work in your life is not to degrade your faith or weaken your faith. But a lot of the things that you think make a person a Christian are things that God doesn't even understand. It's not on God's list. But I don't want to disturb you this afternoon. What you think is Christianity may not even be on God's list. But I'll just leave it there. I'll just leave it there. I allow you to grow, to have great faith, then we can now talk properly, man to man.
tempted when you meet Jesus Christ when you meet Jesus Christ and you have really met Jesus Christ one hot sign It's your restlessness. Who can I find? It's like, it's, I, need to, I need to preach. I need to preach. Please, 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 please. Keep the food. I'm looking for someone to share Christ with. That's a sign. That's a sign. The Bible talks about a man... Who was mad and met Jesus? Mad, you know, there are types of madness. Some of you are even mad. No, some of you here are not in your right mind. But it's not it's just a type of madness. Yeah. More ladies have mental problems than guys. Yeah. When guys have mental problems, it means they are on drugs. Drugs. Indian hemp, and when you go to the mental health, most of them are drug-related. No, I mean, drugs. But ladies, normal. No drugs, no alcohol, nothing, 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 but she's, she's not correct. Because what makes a woman a woman is very complex. Boys, you don't see how we are dressed. That's how we are. Boys are as simple as they dress. Shirt trousers. They don't even come there. There's even no hair. But the girl, AJ, when she steps out of her room, you can guess by how she's looking, you can guess that the past one hour has been used on her body. When I'm going somewhere with my wife, I'll tell her to get ready about one hour before. I'll be sleeping. And she will go. Are you not coming? Are we not going? So, are you ready? So, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> then when I look, I see that she's worn her sandals, she's worn her dress, and she's just looking for something. Oh, sorry, sorry. I will go have my bath, dress, face, everything, sit in the car. Oh, where are you? I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. So we'll sit in the car. I know things. I know things. How we are, that's how we are. I'm talking about madness, not this type of two by four ones. The real madman who, who cuts himself with stones. Who stays in the dark cemetery. Who is able to tear chains. The man of the gatherings. Mad. He met Jesus. Because of the time, I can't tell the whole story. But read it in Mark 5. 
But he really met Jesus. He really met Jesus. When you meet Jesus, a change takes place. I said a change takes place. And that change is not a subtle, light change. It's a great change. Have I done a series, great change? I've done a series, great change. In this service, or where Adenta, be well, Sunday morning service, great change. Wow. The change. Eventually, the man was healed. Demons left him, entered pigs, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, in verse 12, go to 18. And when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him. That is old English for begged him, asked of him that he might be with him. Your love for the presence of God, your love to like for worship. Prayer, spending time with the word, all this stuff. You are sitting here. This is the first time you are opening your Bible in a week. You opened your Bible last Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You have never spent time alone with God. It shows that you have not met him. And you will die and go to hell. 19. How be it? Jesus said, don't just be with me. But rather, he said to him, go! The people who have really met Jesus, they hear the word, go! Matthew 28, verse 19. Go! Anybody who has not heard go has not met Jesus. You, you, you have met a church. You have met a Bible. You have met good music. You have met a pastor. You have met friends. But you are yet to meet Jesus. The people who meet Jesus, they hear go. Go. These are guys who have been with him for three and a half years. They have been with him. They have met him. Say, go. And preach. A sign that you are not making. Some of you here cannot point to any. You don't even remember ever talking to somebody about Christ. Mind you, the topic is becoming a soul winner. And this topic, becoming a soul winner, is for people who have met Jesus. Not met a Bible, or met a choir, or met some dancing group, or met a nice church under construction. 
There's a song, Do You Know Him? Do you know Jesus? He said, Go. Take me back. Verse 19, Mark 5. Go. Go home. By all means, Jesus will send you somewhere. For the 12 disciples, he told them, go to, your, uh, go to all nations. But this one said, go home. But go. Move. Go to your friends. Go to your friends. To sit here on Sunday afternoon and you have left your friends at home, you cannot mobilize them to church, means that you have not met Jesus. You have, not, you have just met Lighthouse. Where are your friends? Where are your friends? Where are your friends? I mean, the friends you were with your, your, your group. When you were not born again, the group you were chatting with, you know, smoking with, fooling with, watching pornography, exchanging pornography, websites, and all those, those people, your friends, used to tell you that. Today, 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 you, you, you are, you are, you are, you, you are claiming you are born again. You are not born again. You are just, you are just attending church. You are not born again. You are not born again. If you are really born again, the next thing is that you should have heard that instruction, that, that mono, mono syllable. Go! Go where? To your friends. To your friends. And tell them. Tell them. Always. It's the same Jesus in Matthew 28. The same Jesus in Mark 5. Tell them. Go and tell them. Go and tell them. Go and tell them. Go and tell them. The great things the Lord has done. Of course, I can understand you. God has not done anything for you. Attending church is just like attending, uh, uh, going to a silver bed. Oh, yes. Sitting here in church. It's not different from going to silver bed. Don't watch a movie coming to church. And the church, we are even going to have lights and things. It's very different. Oh, soon. But we, we are building. Meeting a church doesn't mean you have met Jesus. I'm setting myself free from your blood. I'm freeing myself. I'm telling you what you need to hear. That sitting here in church does not mean that when you die, you are going to heaven. You can be here in church and end up in hell because... Because meeting church is not the same as meeting Jesus. When you meet Jesus, you will hear the word go. Because he himself is on the move. For the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Go! Tell your friends. Look. Deceiving, eh? It's a, it's a word. It's a word. 
But we who have can I sing asleep in the light? We who have met Jesus cannot continue deceiving ourselves. I told a young man yesterday, I said, a lot of the girls in the church are unbelievers. If you, if you go near them, they will destroy your ministry. Not every girl here wants God, wants the spirit of God, is hungry for the things of God, wants to love Jesus. No. Some girls are here looking for a man to sleep with. I mean, sex is very is it's like a handshake for some girls. Not, not in town. I'm not talking about town. Here. Not in town. Here. If you are a guy, you sense a call of God on you to serve God, to be a pastor, to build a church, and you try and fool with some of these girls sitting here, you will not see ministry. Yeah, you will not see ministry. Something will happen to you. Not every girl sitting here is correct. Because some people here, and also guys, not every guy here is correct. Some of us are here to meet Jesus. Even though you have been coming to church here for two years, you are here to meet Jesus. Move. Be very careful. Be sure that you are not deceiving yourself. Be sure that you are born again. Be very sure that you are born again. And I can't tell that you are born again. Because not fornicating is not the same as being born again. Not smoking is not the same as being born again. Marrying a girl and not chasing girls is not the same as being born again. It's, a, it's something which takes place in your heart. But it shows on the outside. And one of the ways it shows on the outside is your restlessness towards getting someone to share the fire that is burning in your heart. Come on. Do you see, do you see all the people sinking down? Can't you care? Listen. Don't you care? Take your time. Are you gonna let them drown? How can you be so numb not to care if they come? You close your eyes and pretend the job's done.
bless you, be at peace, and all heaven just weeps. Jesus brought people to your door, and you left them out on the street. No one aches, no one adds. Bless me. No one even sheds a tear. I must pass my exam. He cries, he weeps, he bleeds. First class. And he cares for your needs. Beloved, you just lay back and keep soaking it in. Sing it again. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. You know it's all I ever hear. No one aches, no one hurts. No one even sheds a tear, but he cries, he weeps, he bleeds, and he cares for your needs. You just lay back and keep soaking it in. But it me forever. He will show you that he's not a fool. Do you see? Do you see all the people sinking down? Don't you care? Don't you care? Are you gonna let them drown? How can you be so numb? Don't you care if they come? You close your eyes and pretend the job's done. Oh, bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. You know it's all I ever hear. No one aches. No one hurts, no one even sheds one tear. But he cries, he weeps, he bleeds, and he cares for your needs. You just lay back and keep soaking it in. Oh, can't you see such a sin when he brings people to your door, but you turn them away? You just look at them and smile and say, God bless you, be at peace, but all heaven just weeps. Jesus came to your door and you left them out on the streets. Jesus are always on the beats. You cannot meet Jesus and be quiet. 
a sure sign of your unsaved dangerous state. How do you know you are not born again? Your silence is a sign that you have not met Jesus. The disciples they were caught preaching and they were beaten. But before they left them, they were warned. If we catch you again, preaching in this name, this time it won't be beaten. We are setting you free. But be very careful. We don't find you in the marketplace again. And Peter said, what did you just tell us? What, 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 you said what? We shouldn't preach. How? He said, but, he said, we cannot but speak of the things we have seen and heard and handled. We can, I mean, to tell me that I should not say I am a Ghanaian and I, I say what? I'm what? A Liberian? Or I, I, I'm a white man? With, with, with this charcoal skin, that the next time you hear me say that I'm a Ghanaian, you will kill me. Then kill me. Because I am a Ghanaian. I'm a Ghanaian. That I shouldn't say I'm an African. Ah, then it means that, you see, don't say that I, sh- I should never say, just say that you want to kill me. Yeah, because when, I, when you ask me who I am, I cannot but tell you that I'm an African. There are some experiences they can never be taken out of your talk. If you have really met Jesus, no matter where you are, even in prison, even in prison, Paul, Paul talked about some of his children. He said, whom, whom I have begotten in my bonds. I've been chains. I'm, 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 I've been tied with chains. But I'm still preaching. Because the, you see, when you open your mouth, you cannot but talk about your experiences. Your silence is a sign that you've not met Jesus. And most of the time, and I will dare, I've never seen figures, I've not seen any research, I'm just speaking out of my head. The, I'm speaking and and declare that there's about 95% correlation that the people who are silent also have got some sense in their lives. Some things are going on in their lives. Why? Because they are not truly born again. Today, I didn't preach the message I came to preach. Yes, I didn't preach the message. God wants to tell you two things that when you meet Jesus a change must take place anybody who meets Jesus and hasn't changed or doesn't change sorry has not met Jesus now what change is it stopping smoking stopping fornicating no no. Because there are people who have not met Jesus. Oh, Jesus, thank you. 
There are people who have knelt. There are people who have not met Jesus and don't smoke. So you don't need to have Jesus before you do not smoke. There are people who have not met Jesus who don't fornicate. So you don't need Jesus not to fornicate. When we say a change, it's a change in your level of boldness to declare. Oh. You guys are not giving me a good run for my money. I should have regretted starting a service like this. But you are not making... Yes. By this time, I should have maybe visited some police stations, locked up overnight, because I'm a pastor of uncontrollable youths who are disturbing neighborhoods. We're done broadcasts and pushing people into buses, bringing people to church, I mean, praying in tongues, disturbing people. And police people are asking, who sent this? Some bishop, I'll be in my house and they'll come. Poppy, poppy, they'll come for me. Your silence today, allow me to be a doctor, even if I'm not a doctor. Allow me to point out that Your silence is a symptom of your destination in hell. You are not born again. You have just met a pastor. You not just know a church. Some of you were actually born in the church. That's what you said here. I conducted your outdooring. So you, I mean. It's not like some of us who were born in some places, we went to Rome in town, and then somehow we found our way. Some of you, you were born, you were, even if you don't like it, you, like, you are in church. So knowing church doesn't mean you know Jesus. They took notes. Verse 13. They said, no, we know these guys. This is a very cool guy. This girl is a very cool girl. And this girl doesn't talk. How? How is she standing on a box shouting Jesus? No, 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 no. Something, she's either on drugs or she's, she has met something. How come nobody is wondering whether you are, you are born again? Are you born again? You are not sure. You are born again. If you are truly born again, there should be somebody you will point to and say, is there anybody here who got born again when I preached? You gave your life to Christ. You are here. When I preached, stand to your feet. I preached and you got born again. These are pastors. This is Bible school. Finish Bible school. These are all of them. These are the pastors. Pastors. This is a lady pastor. Born again, convert, grown, become a pastor with members. That's it. And all. Now sit down. 
who can you point to that you also preach to? That is the lifestyle we are starting from today. Give yourself that privilege. Your pride should not be that you have money. You have a car. No. There should be somebody, this girl, I preached to her and she gave her life to Christ. This girl, I preached to her. This girl, not this one, but this one, not this one, but this one. If you cannot point someone I was talking about a brother and I was, I was with a lady pastor, he said, oh, this guy I preach, I witness to her to him I brought him to church I followed him up that is that is where we have pride and we, our pride is not because you drive a Mercedes Benz it's unbelievers who pride themselves in that they drive a Mustang, they drive a Jeep wagon. We do, that's not what... If you are here and your pride is in a Jeep wagon you drive or a Toyota Land Cruiser, you, that, that's where your pride is from. Then, then you have to be pitied. We pity you. Here, our pride is in the souls we have saved. That's what we pride This is our pride. This is our pride. It's the unbelievers whose pride is in the, the size of their breasts. Those are the things they pride. They take pictures, selfies, show it to the world, the, the hips and the, uh, the, the legs. That's unbelievers. We don't have that. You may even have bigger breasts than them. But it's not... The, it, oh, Jesus. If, 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 if we, are, we are proud, it's not because of big breasts. Even though we have it. And we also boast. Yes. People boast. Do you know the money I have? Do you know that this, my cars? Do you know what I did? We, we also Christians, we boast. But the Bible said, if anybody will boast, he should boast in the fact that he knows God has worked with God and through God has affected life. That is our pride. Not that I've got master's, you have first degree, or I have a PhD, you didn't go to university. It, it is out of the church that we talk in such stupid way in the church we don't use degrees I'm a doctor you are a lawyer or you are a mason he's a surveyor and he's a lawyer and he's a whatever we don't, we, we don't talk that way in the church because here we believe what do you have that you don't receive yeah you don't look down on her because you are married because marriage is not the source of our pride it's in the world that if you are married with children, you look down on somebody who is married without a child. Yeah, we, we don't do that. So all the things you think are, they make for pride, they, are, they don't count here. They don't count here that during my long vac, I went to London, and during your long vac, you went to Begro to farm. So what? I am more what? I'm, I'm more what? That I went to London and you didn't go to London. We don't do that here. Maybe in school. But here also, we, 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 we boast. But some of you are not giving yourself the privilege to boast in the Lord. Because 
you don't want to know Jesus. You don't want to meet him. For some of you, meeting a pastor is enough. Meeting Lighthouse. Okay. But once you don't sack me, I come to church. I come. They preach. It's okay. It's not okay. There's an evil coming. The real evil. The girl who will destroy you. <laughs> the boy who will destroy you. He cannot be stopped by a church. I, I, I should take it again. I said, the girl who will destroy your life. It's not a church we use. You, you don't mention Bishop Ogo. He himself is looking for help. Oh, yes. He himself needs help. You can't mention my name and expect a boy who is after you to destroy you. That's nothing to do. There's only one power that can turn away boys and girls and evil and pornography. That is the same name that Joseph used to turn Potiphar's wife away. And 4,000 years later, that name is still alive. That name is still powerful. That name is Jehovah. You know him. You know God. You, you, you are young. Many, most of you will have fond memories of me. Because the way I preach, I preach in such a way that you will never forget what I've said. Some of you, it is in 10 years' time, you will remember something in your life. Say, yeah. Bishop said it all. And I'm telling you that. The evil that is coming, we don't use church. There is no commitment to church that can stop you from fornicating. When you have met a certain type of girl, it's not church. Most of you girls haven't met the guy who, is, who will harass you. These boys, these two by four boys, you just, you just shake them off and they are going. No, no. You've not met someone slow but sure. Dogged pursuits. You don't meet the person. When you meet the person, you it's not lighthouse, it's not shepherd. Yeah. It's not Bishop Ogo. No, 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 no. When you are mentioning Bishop Ogo, he himself is kneeling down and asking God for irradiate me. Whoa. It is Jesus. Believe me, mommy. Believe me, oh. Believe me. Believe me. Believe me. I'm over 50 years. I must have something to tell you. Believe me. That you can't walk around here with lighthouse and flaming fire and t shirts and Bible school and anakazo. No. That's not how we live our Christian lives. The sons of Skiba were told, I know Paul. I know Jesus. You are not somebody who is... Who is uh, and they were the sons of a bishop. The only name that drives away evil is the name Jesus. But it's not... It's not... It's not... 
It's not effective simply because you shouted it. It's effective only when you have experienced that name. And when you experience that name, you cannot be quiet. My God. When you've experienced that name, nobody can stop you. John said in 1 John 1.1 1, 1, that it is the things we have seen, we have passed, we have felt, we have handled. You can never be quiet about something you know you saw. Your quietness is frightening. Your silence is disturbing. Your coolness is of concern. Perhaps you have not met Jesus. You have just met a church. But I pray that today, those who will lift their hands will lift their hands. Those who will kneel down will bow down their knees. Those who will lie on the floor will lie. Try! to meet Jesus today because a day is going to come the Bible talks about the evil day the evil day it's one of the one of the everybody has got some appointments death birth promotion and then everybody has an appointment with the evil day no the Pope the pastor and the peasant everybody you meet your evil day it's called it's not a good day you regret waking up and leaving your room. You wish you had not left your room. The Bible says that, that you may be able to stand in the evil day. Evil day. There is a day. Yes, some of us have met our own. But I pray that you, when yours comes also, only your, your, your intimacy with Jesus, evidence by your non-silence, that day, when the evil day comes and that day passes, may it not have destroyed your life. But let the wind, the hurricane, the tornado, you know, you, you, you should watch documentaries and you know, video clips of hurricanes. You see, they come top speed, 200 miles per hour, ripping through towns. They, 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 they devastate houses, trees, but always when that storm is over, there's a house left standing. Always in the in the in, in the midst of devastation, there's a tree standing. May you be that tree that no storm brings down. May you be that house that no devastation is able to scatter. I pray that your intimacy with Jesus. And how do we know you are intimate with Jesus? When you are not silent. When rather the problem people have with you is that you can't be quiet. Even exam room, you are shouting, Jesus. They say you are mad. You enter a bus and you can't keep quiet. You enter a taxi. It's like you, you are a soul winner. Next week, God will, I'm going to talk about the lifestyle. But today, today, I came to warn you. Came to warn you. Don't be a fool. Don't be here and die and descend to hell. Jesus talked about a rich man who wore purple and fed sumptuously. 
what he said they didn't say which he said he didn't say it in the story but it is implied the man knew God he knew the Bible how do I know he knew the Bible the rich man who was in hell I know he knew, he knew the Bible or he knew the word of God because in hell he saw a man and he called the name of the man Father Abraham he knew him he knew he knew how Abraham looked like so possibly he had been also you know, being in church doing harvest giving money for harvest hearing messages but didn't know God he didn't say the man with the white beard the man sitting there can you send what I said Father Father It's also disturbing that a father can be in heaven and a son is in hell. Lift your two hands and ask God to show you whether you are born again. Some of you must tell the Lord, Lord, I'm not sure. My silence. He said, Go to your house and tell your friends. Some of you are going to leave this service to go home and tell your friends, to tell your roommate, to tell your neighbors, go! Your silence isn't a good sign. Your silence is very disturbing. And I want to ask you, to please close your eyes and lift your two hands and ask the Lord to have mercy. You cannot meet Jesus and remain the same. smoke one sack of Indian hemp and you, you, you are normal. You can't. There is an effect that must happen. Lift your hands. And pray that you will not have a shock of your life as you keep hanging around in church. Some of you even bearing titles, reverend, pastor, lady pastor. Be very careful. They call you uh, 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 sister, uh, sister Ellen, come and sing. Sister this, brother this, sing. You send a text to a bishop. He replies. You are known in the church. You are popular in the church. The rich man, he knew about God, but he was in hell. Salalo, 
Ola Kasilo, Rema and Dostika Lida, Malola Masande Rebasha. I'm going to pray for two or three groups this afternoon. But the first group is a group in which those who don't know Jesus but know church, who don't know Jesus but know a pastor, who don't know Jesus but know Christian songs, and those who don't know Jesus and don't know any of these things, you are here. You are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, Please pray for me. I want to give my life. Surrender all to Jesus. If your eyes are not closed, please close your eyes. You are here today. I say, Pastor, please pray for me. If you are here like that, every eye closed, just lift up your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Yes, lift it high. I see your hand. I see your hand. It's not church. No. No. Meeting church is not equal to meeting Jesus. Meeting a pastor is not equal to meeting Jesus. Your father being a reverend does not mean that you are going to die and go to heaven. Lift your hands if you want to today. So you, so you, can, you, can, you can refer to a day that you gave your life to Christ. A day. Some of you here were born into the church. You cannot mention a day that you took that decision. If you are here, you are not born again. Lift your hand high. I'm going to pray for you. High, higher than your head. Higher than your head. Yes. And if your hand is up, wherever you are, take your bag, your Bible, your notebook, and come to the frontier. Come. Come to Jesus.
this prayer after me. Say, Father God, my Father in heaven, I'm calling out to you. I need you. My Father in heaven, I have never needed you like I need you today. I need you. Serve me. I've been playing church. I don't know you. I've gone far from you. Living in sin. Oh God! Today, I beg you, receive me. Draw me close. I'm very dirty. My soul is dirty. I am polluted. I've been corrupted. I'm sorry that I have misused my life. I've misused my body. Please forgive me. But God, when you get me, when you draw me close, it's not enough. I am dirty. So please wash me. I've tried many things. But I know that the blood of Jesus can make me clean. Please wash me with that blood. Today, I surrender all to you. I ask you to have mercy on me. I ask you to forgive me Forgive me. I've done things I shouldn't have done. Please forgive me. I confess my sins. And above all, above all, my name is, mention your name. Please write this name. In the book of life. From today. I will not try to fool with you. From today. I will live to please you. From today. My life in church will be now meaningful because I've met you so I have a right to meet a church change my life your word says anybody who meets you anybody who is in Christ is new Lord 
make my life brand new. Surprise people with my life. And let them see and know that meeting you is real. Thank you for this great salvation. I am now born again. I'm free. I'm free to obey God, to please God, to live for Him. Thank you, Jesus, for my salvation. Amen. See our pastor who is waving his hand there. Can you see him? The one who is waving in the blue shirt. Yes. Please go to him. Clap your hands for the mother. Keep clapping your hands. Lift your two hands as we receive our communion. Father, today (laughs) may be the first time we are eating communion with meaning because we are truly a part of you. As we eat it, let it trigger a change in us. Let this communion cause our lives to line up with your will for our lives. Let men see the change. I thank you for this great blessing. My second call before the communion is all center leaders should come. Center Everybody lift your two hands. If the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you. That same spirit shall quicken your mortal body. Peter said, Such as I have, I give you. You can't give fire people when you don't have fire 
anybody who follows you is just living a dry life. Because nothing from you will enter that person. Because you don't have it. But from today, you will have fire to give. Lift your hands. And I'm praying for you. I'm not laying my hands on you. I'm just making declarations for your life. But before I do, say this after me. Heavenly Father, you called me to minister life. I'm sorry. I've not sought your face for that life so I could minister it. I'm sorry but today I announce to the world that I am a son of thunder that I have fire to give I'm no more dry. There's Pentecost fire in me. Today marks the beginning of a new phase of my ministry. Anybody who follows me catches fire because I'm on fire. The coolness is gone. The diplomacy is gone. The quietness is gone. I'm a source of fire. I'm a source of energy. Padnula Sataka. Girl, come. Come this way. My dear, come this way. Come and stand. Today. Give them the communion. Give them each one. Give them one by one. Share it. Tolalo, tolalo la. La lila monsa la bae. Dabada bae. La sale don la alela moshale le aluana alelele mosilia delia la hale la halelo la hilia la hilia la hilia la lila lo la lea handala hala handala hala share it everybody share the communion la handelele masulande alela aleko hala quickly quick hayanda la hade la handala hasita la handala hasita la handala hasita La handa la hasita, 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 la stola ma andelele, rosia andelima, la sale andele, 
Alano la mazianda la mazianda la baba la lia la baba 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 Stelia 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 mo Stelia 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 mo Stelia Stelia Stabosta Sandala basata la basata Sandia tose kanta mandala Salada bakandala basata Setola baba baba sata In Luke 24, we read that when Jesus broke the bread and gave it to them, their eyes were open. So there is something, when you eat it, it affects your body. In the case of the disciples, it was their eyes which were open. But what you are going to eat, not just touch your eyes. It's going to set your body on fire. There is a coolness about a child of God that is demonic. Rather, the problems we should be giving society is the problem of being arrested, beaten, trying to stop. But rather, we are rather trying to kickstart you. The guys, when they met Pentecost fire, they were rather being arrested. Lift up the bread. Center leaders in front here. When this bread enters your mouth, it will be, it will turn to grass or sawdust or wood. And then when you drink the wine, it will be like petrol on the sawdust. And when I pray, you will catch fire. Lift it up. For signs. For wonders. Say for signs. For wonders. For fire. For miracles. For unstoppable pursuit of souls. Say this bread not only opens my eyes it also opens my mouth it also opens my mouth I'm now a preacher a preacher of the blood everybody say I'm now a preacher a preacher of the blood as I eat it not just my eyes but my mouth it opens any coolness in me is driven away by this bread the body of Christ say the fire that was in the body of Christ it also enters me the body of Christ eat it fire 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 this is the this is the fuel this is the fuel. Actually, those of you who did science, you know that the fuel of the body is the carbohydrates and the proteins and the, they are all carried by the blood. So this is fuel. When you pour it into your body, it's like the fuel petrol that is entering your body and pours upon whether sawdust or hay or wood. 
Say the blood. This is my fuel. Say my car was parked. Waiting for this fuel. Say when I drink this. I'll no longer be stoppable. I'll be unstoppable. The blood. My fuel. Drink it. I'm now setting you on fire. Everyone, lift your hands. Some of you are about to catch fire. Masa, Tula, we've waited here for too long. Today is a Pentecost service. Today is a Pentecost service. Today is a Pentecost service. Lift your hands up. Begin to speak in tongues right now. Begin to speak in tongues right now. You will never be the same. Saduni Andea, Posea, Pasola. Salomandos Fire Shebo Yes 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 Fire 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 Lift your hands and pray
Lift your hands. I see fire all over the place. I see fire all over the place. When I close my eyes, I just see fire. It's burning. It's burning. It's beginning from somebody's feet. Somebody's feet are on fire. There are some girls here. They are catching fire right now. Right now. Right now. Bring them to the front here. Bring them here. There are girls. Lift your two hands. There are girls. There are girls here. Give me the oil. Yes. Fire. Fire. Bring them here. Put her down. Carry them to me here. Lift your hands. Fire. We have been talking in this church. Bring them. Bring them to me here. Look at them. Bring them to me here.
and there appeared clothing tongues of fire and it sat on each of their heads each of them clothing tongues clothing tongues Panolos the dryness is over coolness will not be used to describe you again they will either say you are now a mental patient or the fire of heaven everybody lift your hands now right now anybody here the bible says many are called anybody here with the slightest call on your life slightest lift your hands that little call is going to catch fire now anybody with the slightest call slightest the Lord is telling me he's setting you on fire now because the time is short lift your hands now whatever was not working will begin to work deadness changes to life lift your hands Kotea 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 Catch your fire now Catch your fire now Catch your fire It's called Pentecost fire Catch it, catch it, catch it Yes Catch it, catch it, catch it Yes Bring it to me. Give me the oil. Carry her. Lift her legs. You will never be the same. Put her down. Here. Peloa. This is your day. This oil is your fire. Yes. Yes. Lift your hands. Whatever was little in you. I blow it up now. I blow it up now. Preachers, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, receive it now. a little girl there's a little girl there's a little girl there's a little girl you watch it there's a little girl that I hear the spirit that you are receiving your call today there's a little girl there's a little girl there's a little girl there's a little girl here the Lord is telling me 
that little girl is going to experience her call right now. That's the power of God. Bring that girl to me. Lift your hands. Wow. This is the power of God. Lift your hands. Bring them to me here. Put her down. No more silence. No more. No more. No more. Everybody put your hand on your thigh bone. Your thigh. Yes, just your thigh. That is it. Your thigh. That is one of your biggest bones. I'm prophesying fire into your bones. Fire. As your hand is resting on your thigh. That hand resting on your thigh is transmitting through my words fire. It will it will surge in your body. Receive fire now. Somebody's having an experience now. I, I just saw in the spirit somebody is shaking. Somebody is shaking. Somebody is shaking. Your hand. Your hand. Look at that. Look at that. I, I, I saw it. I saw in the spirit somebody is shaking. Your hand on your. I said your thigh is one of your biggest bones, and if that thigh bone can catch fire, then your little fingers. One. Bring them to me. Two. Fire. Yes. Fire. Fire. Put your hand there. Round two. Round two. Because of the fire in your bones, you can't sit at one place. We'll be moving. We are looking for the next soul to witness to. The next soul to witness to. The next person to share Jesus with. The next book to read that will help you to be a better witness. I'm counting three. One. Two. Three. Fire. Receive it now. It wells up in you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's a change. There's a change. As it enters you. Never the same again. From today, that fire will determine where you go, where you sit, who you talk to. Lift your hands. Lift your hands.
You may take your seat. Certainly, there you can sit down.